Welcome to A Moment With May. This is a daily podcast hosted by me, Megan. If anything from today's moment resonates with you, please slide in my DMs or tag me in your commentary. You can find me on your social media platform of choice at Made in America. That's M-A-E-D in America. Hola from Lisbon. If you follow me on Instagram, then you already know it was an adventure to get here. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, why not? (laughs) If you are into daily laughs and adventure, then my Instagram stories are for you, I promise. Um, I was inspired to share five lessons learned through life or as a result of life as a digital nomad. If you don't know, I have been a digital nomad for over six years now. And that basically means that I am location independent. I do not have a lease. I do not have an apartment. Most of my things are in my mom's house or in the basements of my friends' houses. And I travel the world with two suitcases, my yoga mat and my MacBook Pro. And I have been doing this for six and a half years. I'm winding down now, actually, this adventure of mine, but I want to share five lessons I have learned as a result of living life as a digital nomad and traveling all around the world. I've been to six out of seven continents, and Portugal is the 34th country I have visited, which is crazy. I'm so blessed, so privileged. So yeah, here are five lessons. The first one, people are good. Despite what the media may tell you, People are good. Everywhere you go, you will find good people. And yes, there are bad people everywhere. There are people with malintent everywhere. But I, this could be naive. I truly, firmly believe that there is more good than bad and that people are, for the most part, people are good and they have good intentions. And I have been treated so, so, so well all across the world. It doesn't mean that everywhere I go, I'm treated well. It doesn't mean that every person I encounter treats me well, but for me, my personal proof is that there is more good than bad out there. And especially as someone from the States, as an American, people have such a distorted view of the States. It's wild. And the view that they hold is because of the media. And so let me tell you, if you are from the States, especially the media is a lie. Whatever you feel about other countries, whatever you feel about other people, it is a lie. And I can tell you that as a fact, because what people learn about the states is not true. Yo, there are people right now in France who think that the states have like a gold paved roads. Do you know how many people I have met who do not believe that homelessness is a problem in the states? They think that we are just a rich country. Everyone's rich. It's the American dream. Everyone's comfortable. No one struggles. It's, it is wild. Mind you, this is not 10 years ago, 20 years ago. People believe this right now. So whatever the media teaches you or tells you about other countries, please don't believe it. It's a lie. It is a lie. And honestly, again, 34 countries deep now, the most unsafe I have ever felt has been in the States. So to all you Americans who are listening, if you are scared to travel or nervous about going to that new place, it's safe there. You're good. People are good and people want to help you and they want to welcome you to their country. And they're so happy that you came to visit. Oh my God. They're so happy that you came to visit their land, their homeland. And yeah, that's number one. Number two, uh, solo travel 
is the key to confidence. Personally, I think I came out of the womb confident. Obviously, that confidence increases as I get older and as I become more sure and secure within myself. But solo travel is the cheat code to confidence because you're gonna be through you're gonna go through some shit. You're gonna be alone and you're going to be the only person that can deal with it. At the end, you may call someone, you may ask for help, whatever, but if you are solo traveling, it's up to you to figure it out. When you're traveling with your bags, it's up to you to carry them. If all of your debit cards don't work, it's up to you to figure it out. It's only you. And it is, yeah, it's the cheat code. It is why I feel so secure in myself and how I carry myself throughout the world because I have been through some things. That's for a different moments. <laughs> I can tell you some stories, man. I have been through some things and I've been through some things alone in a foreign land on the other side of the world, your parents are asleep because there's a 12 hour time difference. Your friends are asleep. There's no one you can reach for help. There's no one you can talk to. You got to figure it out by yourself. It is the cheat code to confidence. And so if you are lacking in confidence in any way, or you just want to feel more secure in yourself, I cannot encourage you enough. Go travel by yourself. It's also the best like solo travel. I love traveling with my friends. I'm in Lisbon with five of my friends right now. And it's a vibe, make no mistake, but solo travel is magical. No itinerary. It's You wake up, you do whatever you want to do. Highly encouraged. That's number two. Number three, third lesson learned as a digital nomad and frequent traveler, a smile is universal. And so is good posture and so is confidence. I carry myself a certain way and the way that I carry myself uh, how should I say? It warrants respect. It warrants safety. Carry yourself like you know where you're going. Even if you don't, still hold your posture, hold yourself in a way that warrants respect. And you, again, people are good and you will be treated as such. With that, I cannot stress to you enough, a smile is universal. I have been to so many countries where I don't speak the local language. I spent maybe two and a half years in Southeast Asia. In many of those places that I went to, I don't, I'm not like a, um, the beaten path type of person. I love big cities, but I also love remote islands. And so I would go to a lot of places that aren't frequented by tourists and the people don't speak English. And somehow I made it through, I made it work because I would just communicate in smiles and gang signs. And let me tell you, it works. Just be patient. Also, you know what? Here's a little, um, a side note, this is not a lesson, but this is something to remind you, whatever your, your language is, your mother tongue, if you're listening to this, it's probably English. Please, 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 please do not go to a country and expect someone to speak English. I don't know who the fuck you think you are because I have met these people so many times. I've encountered them. I have actually cussed people out on behalf of locals because they will come in so arrogant and so... um just disgusted that the person that they're talking to doesn't speak English. And I just cannot even imagine lacking that, like lacking self-awareness and just being that pretentious that you would go to a foreign country and expect them to speak your language. So if that is you, check yourself. Yes, a lot of people speak English. Most places you go, they will speak English. It is a privilege. It is a blessing. But to go somewhere and expect them to speak English is just the most disgustingly pretentious thing you could ever possibly do. So please don't do that. But yeah, number three, 
A smile can take you a very long way. Number four, on the flip side, be wary. I'm not saying trust no one. I'm just saying be wary, be aware, be observant, and protect your energy. And honestly, I don't even mean that in the regards of physical safety. I mean that in regards to spiritual safety. So for me, um, if you see me in the streets, I'm very, I think I just look friendly (laughs) because I am, even though I do have an RBF, make no mistake about it. I'm super smiley, but at the same time, I walk around like, don't fucking talk to me. And yet everyone comes to fucking talk to me. I could be in a corner down an alley and someone will find me and start telling me their life story and I don't have the time. And even this morning I was in uh, Casablanca and I was just chilling outside, drinking a coffee and three people, three men at that came up to me just asking me, where are you from? Da, da, da. And I know they just, people love to practice their English and they want to learn about you and they love to hear about different cultures. But my dude, it's 8 a.m. Leave me alone. And so I say that to say, protect your energy especially as a woman, but just as a human, any human, be aware. And if you don't want to talk to someone, you do not have to. I will shut that shit down real quick. I love strangers so much. I love them. But there is a very clear distinction between someone who wants someone to come talk to them and someone who is chilling outside an airport at 8 a.m. drinking a coffee, sitting on the ground. I don't want to hear about your life story. And then also they're just going to ask you for money afterwards. Leave me alone. So yeah, (laughs) be aware and protect your energy. Number five, (laughs) lessons learned. I have yet to find a culture that eats vegetables for breakfast. I am a vegetarian. I aim to eat as minimal sugar as possible. Carbs are cool. I'm okay with carbs, but I don't want to eat a bunch of sugar. And honestly, in the morning, all I want is a veggie scramble. Like give me some eggs and some vegetables and preferably green vegetables. Again, I have not only have I traveled to many places, I have lived, I probably have lived in at least, lived meaning like at least a month in an apartment, at least maybe 12 to 15 countries now. Not one country, not one continent have I encountered where their standard breakfast is includes vegetables. In Asia, it's like rice and meats. In Europe, it's a lot of breads. It's the same in like a lot of the African, like actually I've only been to Morocco and Africa. It's the same. It's just gluten, 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 gluten. And it makes me wonder, guys, how do you feel good? How do you have energy to go about your day if you're just stuffing yourself with croissants and orange juice and cheese and rice or meats? And oh my God. And then in the States, all we eat is like cereals and sugars. (sighs) If you know of a country or a culture that values vegetables, fresh fresh vegetables for breakfast, please let me know. I will buy a ticket there right now because I'm waiting for it. I'm actually really, really, really curious. I'm going to do some Googling after this because I was thinking about it this morning when I was so hungry and I just wanted some fucking vegetables and some eggs. Like, gosh, everyone just eats bread. Like, damn, you don't feel heavy. You don't get constipated. You don't like, you don't want to nourish your body first thing in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) As a bonus, bonus lesson learned. Food in the States is absolute poison. If you are from the States and you haven't traveled, then maybe you haven't um, seen the flip side. If you are from the States and you have traveled, then you already know. You could go to Europe, you can go to Italy and eat a pizza every day, drink wine, eat pasta for lunch every day, eat breads, whatever for breakfast. And you will lose weight and feel lighter than you would 
eating super, 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 super clean and, and rigid in the States, it's actually sick. And it's honestly, for me, really concerning because I do see a point in my life where I would love to live in the States again, but the food, like I'm actually really shook about it. It's it's really scary to be honest with you. Even, um, I don't know about you, but when I was in Morocco, I got here again to Lisbon today. I, I spent the past month in Morocco and I was even looking at all the little kids and the little kids, the toddlers, they look like toddlers. Kids in the States, they don't look like toddlers anymore. You see um, a two-year-old and he and he looks five because they're huge because there's so much, so many hormones and steroids injected into everything. And it's really concerning because I thought that it was becoming like a global thing. And then spending the month in Morocco and seeing all these cute little tiny chunky babies and toddlers, I'm like, yo, kids do still look like kids. My 13-year-old niece looks like she's in high school. My 17-year-old niece looks like she's in college. And I thought that that was a standard until I left after the pandemic and I'm going around and I'm looking at people in Morocco and I'm just like, yo, or even now that I'm in Portugal and looking at little kids, they look like little kids still. Yeah, it's actually really scary. And I don't know what the solution is, but as someone who... You know, I would love to be able to live in my home country, but there are just so many things about it that are toxic. Again, particularly the food. <sighs> so sad. So to recap, five lessons learned as a result of life as a digital nomad for almost seven years, which is crazy. One, people are good. Two, solo travel is the key to confidence. Promise is a cheat code. Three, a smile is universal, and so is good posture, and so is confidence. Four, be wary, be observant, and protect your energy, especially spiritually. Five, I have yet to find a culture that eats vegetables for breakfast, and if you know of one, please hit me up ASAP. And as a bonus, my biggest lesson learned, food in the States is poison. Thank you so much for stopping by for a moment with me. I'll be back tomorrow with another bite-sized moment for you. Ciao.